She's back, and we're live, pal. We are. We're coming at you live from our bedroom. It's Tails from the estate. Reunited, and it feels so good. Mm-mm-mm. Hello once again, friends. This is episode 61 of Tales from the Estate. My name is Drew. Right by my side. She was activated off the COVID list this morning. That's right. She's at about 88%. Truth. But we're going to let it fly. That's right. Rocking the Bill Venus looking, the Zubaz, (laughs) Caitlin. Hello. So anything exciting happened last week? Guess who's back? Back again. Caitlin's back. Tell a friend. Yeah, I got the fucking COVID. Yeah, so how'd that go for you? It was awful. I was, yeah. The more the morning I tested, I was able to get a rapid test from work. The morning I woke up and I could just hear it in my voice. Like, I just knew. Like, and you the whole time were just like, there's no, you, you don't have, you're like, you don't have COVID. You don't have COVID. You're fine. You're fine. And you said, go get a test. So I was able to get a test from work. They're in short supply in our area. And so I go get a test from work and it comes up positive. So I schedule a test at CVS. Well, you do. Able to get in that day. Obviously, you don't get it back for a few days. And in that time, like it just started getting worse. Not a fun time, especially not being being as heavily pregnant as I currently am was not a good time. So from my perspective, you just have to understand where I was coming from. I obviously knew that it was a possibility that, yes, you could have COVID, but I also know how you are. Yeah. So I needed to keep you in a positive mindset because if you were going into it with a negative mindset, it was not going to be pretty. And we dealt with that for a while. Yeah. It came and it went, but, you know, it was not easy. No. You know, it happened on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to record a show, which that was very much secondary at that point. Right. Uh, I do want to thank Eric again for stepping in. Thank you very much. On super short notice. It was a much different show than what this totally is, but it was so much fun for me to be able to just for an hour uh, talk Browns and wrestling and, and just back and forth with Eric. And I love talking to him. We text every single day. So that was so much fun and it was greatly appreciated. And everybody else that offered, I appreciate that. And you know, it just goes to show how many great people are in this community that everybody's always willing to help out when needed. And, you know, so many people that that reached out, I, I want to podcast with and we're going to make that happen. Uh, and on that same token, you know, if any of you are ever in a bind and you need somebody, let me know. I'll hop in. Uh, I don't have expertise on much. If we're talking food, I could contribute. If we're talking like horror movies, I could contribute or things along that line, like nerdy things. I'll do my best. I mean, I, I don't know much about much, but throw me in, coach. <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to follow our show page, as always, you can do that at Estate Tales. You can go back and listen to all of our shows wherever you're listening now. We've got all sorts of them. We're on 61, so that means we got 60 plus some extras. And then uh, we've got a shirt store at whatamaneuver.net. Shout out to them. Their, uh, their Twitter game is very strong. It is. They well, are... 
I'm still on my social media sabbatical, so. Yes. Which has also sucked through this COVID. It has, but I think at the same time, it's probably best that you yeah. stayed off. You've been strong, and that's yeah. good. Everybody has checked in on you. Thank you. And that has been great because you get, I mean, you're the star of this show. So I'm gl- I'm glad that you're 88% and that I didn't have to try and go at it one man style because <sighs> probably wouldn't have been very pretty. <laughs> so, all right. Well, bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. I'm leaving this in. Oh, no. This is real. This is showing the realness of this situation. All right. Well, let's get this started. So we don't have a random fact this week. No. And that's okay. You've obviously been down for the count. You haven't been able to do much research. But we got plenty to talk about. This fart jar story took another drastic turn. And I figured we would update the audience. So... As we've talked about, this thing, fart jars, this girl who was on 90 Day Fiance, she got famous. She was making 45 grand a week selling fart jars, literal farts in a jar. Farts in a jar? Farts in a jar. For $1,000. Yeah. Well, then, you know, we talked about people responding to our tweet with fart jar NFTs, which you could then turn in for queef jars and all sorts of just wildness. Right. Well, then the story came out that this girl is done she had to close up shop she is done she is no longer going to sell farts because she had herself a heart attack scare because wait 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 because even just talking about it i'm having a hard time wrapping my brain i'd power through i guess i I guess if nothing else it proves her dedication right she could she literally was consuming as many foods as she could that would increase her gas and like out like outbursts she was really committed i mean to the point where she filled herself so full that she thought she was having a heart attack she was having chest pains had to go to the hospital they're like no you ate too many beans you idiot <laughs> she she was she really she was, was really farting in it jars was supply and demand like the demand was so high. Like I hope she was sending us a, a certificate of authenticity with these things. I feel because... like she really was like. <sighs> and I, I hope that it was worth that thousand dollars for one sniff. I think she made like two hundred thousand of some chick's stale ass fart. <laughs> just. But now she's going to shift her focus to the NFT game, and just all sorts of fart art. Fart art. She's a fart artiste. Hey, you know what? If if there is a market for it. You, you know what it girl? is? What? It is a testament to the fact that if you follow your dreams, anything, <laughs> literally anything, you is know, possible. I keep talking about, like, I'm looking for a hobby, like, after, you know, like, once <laughs> the boys are here, like, maybe I'll just start farting in a jar and see, putting it out there, see if anybody's interested. I'm going to put it on eBay. Guys, I'll just be honest with you. You're not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know what you could use it for? So, have you ever heard of this thing, these these YouTube videos called Glitter Bombs? I have, yes. I, I had never heard about this until recently, and we're on, like, Glitter Bomb 4.0. But what it is, is this guy, he creates this machine that, so when people, porch pirates, go to steal packages off of people's porches, uh, they think they're getting, like, it was like an Apple iHome pod or whatever. Uh, but it was really this machine that just 
it's almost like a bomb, but it shoots out all this glitter and it has this fart, fart spray, spray and like car horns and all this other crazy stuff. And they have cameras attached to it so that when people open it, it starts recording them. It was mm-hmm. really hilarious. But your farts, throw that in there. It just People just keel over. Like you open it, they'd be, be done. done. Just done. <laughs> all right. You ready for some reviews? I'm ready for these. I have a shit ton. A shitload. Of reviews. Uh, I think I got, I don't know, five. Okay. Maybe six. I don't, I'm just going to start going. Okay. I've, I've been waiting. Like this past two weeks have been super busy with things to review. So let's start off with uh, some energy drinks. Okay. So these C4s. So I had seen them around. I'd never tried one before, but then I saw that they had Starburst flavors. Mm-hmm. So we were at Speedway and they had uh, strawberry and cherry. So pink and, and red, obviously, like Starburst. So the first one I have is the strawberry. Phenomenal. So good. It tastes like a strawberry Starburst. Mm-hmm. So good. I'd give that like a 4.8. Really, really good. Then I got the cherry a few days later. That was good. It wasn't as good. Like it tasted like cherry, but it was just eh. like it didn't like it wasn't like I was like, oh, that's great. Like I drank it. I, it was, wasn't like I didn't like it, right. but it wasn't like, oh, I want to have that again or I need to have that again. If that was the only option, I'd sure. But right. Mm. Uh, so I'd give that like, I don't know, three. Well, then I was at Giant Eagle doing grocery shopping the other day. And I only thought that, that those were the only two flavors. Well, they had this little display by the register, and I see it, and there's lemon and orange. Ooh. And I'm like, no friggin' way. Because when I saw it, I was like, oh, I wish they would do lemon because I love anything lemon. Lemon's yes, my do. favorite. So got the lemon, got the orange. So I had the lemon yesterday. It is very good. It's not as good as the strawberry. Same okay. with the orange. I had the orange today. Uh, I'd give them both like three and a half. So they're good. They taste like Starburst, but it's not lemony enough and it's not orangey enough. It, it just tastes like the aftertaste of a Starburst, okay. if that makes sense. So they're good. If you like Starburst, I think you would enjoy them. Uh, I, they're definitely worth trying. Uh, the strawberry, if I had to choose, is definitely the, the best. Okay. Out of the four. So, yeah. All right. Uh, they also, we have got another new Mountain Dew. Oh, so the last time we had a new Mountain Dew and Steve just mute me for the next minute or whatever. Turn the volume down. Stop listening. Uh, I promise I won't say anything bad about you, but that gingerbread Mountain Dew was friggin terrible. Rough. It was rough. Well, so now they have a new one. It's called Mountain Dew Spark. Now, what this is, is it's raspberry lemonade Mountain Dew. And I saw it and I obviously wanted to try it. And I just went into it thinking, I was like, you know, you see the sugar and it's like 50 grams of sugar. And I was like, oh, I'm like, this is going to be so sweet. It wasn't too sweet. It has some nice tang to it. So it it actually does have like a lemonade flavor. Okay. I really liked it. I would give this also a four out of five. I would get it again. So, And they also have a a zero option. So if you want the one with no calories, I don't know what that's like. I didn't, I, if I'm drinking pop, I'm just going to go all the way and just give me all the bad shit so okay but yeah thoroughly enjoyed that uh and now we've got some food (laughs) so this one was a a last minute review i saw this this morning and i sent you out because you've been cooped up for a week and you wanted to get out of the house so i said well if you'd like to go to arby's they've got got this sandwich i didn't want to get out of the house i needed to get out of the house yeah Uh, yeah it's not like anybody wants to go out in 17 degree weather with snow right 
so I was reading this article and it said that Arby's came out with this new sandwich that they're saying is the at like the spiciest chicken sandwich out there now. Like all these other ones are posers, like they say they're spicy, but you know, they're they might be good, but they're not spicy. Right. I kind of feel the same way. You know, I like the KFC one. It's not hot. I like the I actually like the Burger King spicy one. It's not hot. The same with the McDonald's, all of them. So this and it's called the Diablo chicken sandwich. So it has the, the chicken breast, obviously. It has ghost pepper jack cheese, mm-hmm. lettuce, pickles, diced jalapenos, mayo, a Diablo barbecue sauce, a Diablo like spicy bun, fiery seasoning on the bun. And then when you get this, no matter what, if you order the sandwich, you get a free vanilla shake. Yes. To cool you off. So, you know, everybody is all talk. That's just kind of how it goes. Right. So I got this and I was like, okay, well, I hope it's good. Well, I opened the box and some of the barbecue sauce gets on my thumb. And so, you know, I'd lick it off and it was hot. And I'm like, okay. Like you could taste like the habanero in the barbecue sauce. So I like that. It's good flavor. So I ate it Uh, on a heat scale from a one to 10. I would give it for most people probably like a seven and a half okay for me probably like a six six and a half it's got some good heat like it's gonna stick with you your sinuses are gonna drain you're gonna have a runny nose it's not so hot that you can't eat it so i'd say they're they found a a good spot yeah it's definitely the hottest like fast food chicken sandwich you can get by far it's way hotter than the other ones but it's not so hot that it's unbearable or it's not enjoyable okay uh so i would also give this uh a four out of five okay wow the only thing is like if i could take either chick-fil-a's or wendy's chicken breast instead of arby's and just swap them out. Yeah. Then it'd be a higher score. So is the chicken, Arby's chicken is okay. Would you say Arby's chicken is like equivalent to a McChicken? No, no. It's it's better than that. <clears throat> the problem is with Arby's is the majority of the time when they make it, they overdo it. And so it's like almost too crispy. Gotcha. Okay. And it's almost just like burnt. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> Last review. Let's talk about Taco Bell chicken wings. Oh, yes. So when they first announced this, I really just brushed it off because I was like, like, I just don't I don't see them doing wings well. Right. And I really didn't even know they were coming out. Well, then I get a, a text last week from Sammy. It was like the day you tested positive, I think. And he was like, he's like, the new, the new chicken wings at Taco Bell are fire. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, I think I'm going to try them. He's like, yeah, you should. And so literally when he said that, I just drove to Taco Bell, <laughs> like I ordered it in the app and I drove there. So I really still wasn't expecting that much. They're not, but they're pretty good. Right. I like them. So they, those of you that understand this will, will know what I'm talking about. They're like a wing ding. So they are a breaded chicken wing. They're small. Uh, there are drums and flats, so you get both. But it's just a thick breaded chicken wing. But they have the what they call queso seasoning, but it's basically the same seasoning that they put on the nacho fries. Uh-huh. So if you've had the nacho fries, you know what I'm talking about. They put that on the wing, and then it comes with a spicy uh, ranch dip. It's just like the standard, but you can swap those out because you have to order it in the app. So you can swap those dipping sauces out. So I got these three, well, two times, but I've had three servings. And the two I had with the spicy ranch, but then one I did the jalapeno cheddar. Yeah. Mm. Good. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, so I think I'll give these like a 4.2. Wow. Because they very much exceeded expectations. And also just personally, the wings themselves reminded me of when I was little going to Ponderosa and eating their wing dings. Okay. I mean, so, you know, when you go to the Downton area, they got some good wing dings yeah, there. They do. They do for sure. So those are my plethora of reviews for the week. I hope you all enjoyed because I enjoyed talking about them. So, Oh, actually, wait, I'm going to give a bonus review. Oh, okay. So I'm doing this for Nick Haddix, but I'll do it for everybody. Uh, Cause I keep telling Nick, I'm going to review all these different horror movies. So in the past week, since you've had COVID, I've watched probably 15 horror movies. That's been the <laughs> only positive to come out of this is I've had to like quarantine in the basement because you're obviously up here. You've been up here. So I've, lived in the basement and you know i've got xbox and i've got movies basically and so i've watched all these different horror movies and i'm gonna review a ton of them because there's so many good ones but i watched one yesterday that i really enjoyed it's on shutter i don't know if it's on any other streaming services it might just be on shutter and if you'd like to watch it let me know i'll let you borrow my login so you can watch it but it's called the power and so it is set in like 1970s london and it's about this girl who uh, is trying to get a job as a nurse. So she's working her first shift in this hospital, but it's during these basically forced blackouts because the union was uh, like clashing with, you know, right. the city and everything. And so they were trying to conserve power. So they would have blackouts. Or whatever. Well, she has like a checkered past. And so uh, bad things happen in the dark, but also the hospital that she's working at um, also has a dark past. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was one of those where, it had some good jump scares, but it was also like just a very creepy vibe. So, you know, if you think about being in a, like a hospital that was empty in the dark, right. in the middle of a blackout. Uh, Spooky. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. So it's called The Power. So if you have Shudder, you'd like to check it out. Uh, definitely. All that. right. All right. What were you going to say before I, I don't know rudely interrupted? Oh, I know what it is. So you keep talking like, so, you know, you, you know, you took phenomenal care of me for the past week i, I tried mean, i mean you do anyways but i mean you you really went above and beyond i unfortunately did lose my taste and smell which i still do not have back and so every time you're like is there anything you know i can get you from the store you know and i'd be like i want what was the first thing I oh i requested an everything bagel with cream cheese mm -hmm. and so like in my mind like i was tricking myself like i knew what it tasted like mm -hmm. so like and i was going on mouth feels for everything yeah like, like so <laughs> every time we'd be like how is that I'd be like it has a good mouth feel yeah the first so the first day was really really rough i i won't lie the first day was i was very concerned i wasn't letting you know but i was very concerned and i'm thinking like this is like the worst case scenario is i don't want to have to go to the hospital right and like at the as that first day went on i was just like this is not not going we well. were not trending in a good direction but then the second day like you were still really out of it but you were feeling better <laughs> and yeah so late a few days passed and we started talking about like we wanted a meal plan and everything and you were like i really want chili <laughs> i was like okay like that sounds good like sure i'll make chili so i make chili yesterday and cornbread and obviously you can't taste it i was hoping you could i made it a little bit spicier so it hopefully clear you out and mm -hmm. you know you maybe get some taste back 
and you go, well, it feels good in my mouth. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, good. I was like, it tastes good, I promise. I've had three bowls. And that's what you're just like, feels good in my mouth. <laughs> yes, insert whatever joke you would like there. I won't do it for you. but Yeah. So that's how I've been navigating my eating. If nothing else, my cooking may taste terrible, but it'll feel good in it your mouth. It feels real good in your mouth. <sighs> All right, well, let's get in a quick version of Paralyzed. Oh, no. Because you know that uh, everybody's really becoming a fan of this. All right, so let's talk about some Alanis Morissette. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the song Ironic by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Not really. Everybody knows you don't know the words to songs by now. But anyways. It's uh, like rain. So, you know, there's as the song goes on, there's lyrics, there's, um, you know, some good advice. Uh-huh. And the actual lyrics are that you just can't take. Right. What did you think they said? That you just didn't take. No. You uh-huh. said good advice that you just don't know. That's right. <laughs> it's not even close. Like, it's not even you mixing up words. But it's good that advice. That you just didn't know. But you just didn't know it. It makes sense if you think about it long <sighs> enough. I could find a way back to it. I'm sorry. And ladies and gentlemen, paralyzed. Paralyzed. <laughs> well, not to go uh, in a in a different direction, but we do need to talk about we lost Bob Saget this yes, week. Yes, we did. R.I.P. Just terrible. Unexpected. 65. That's just way too young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every, especially people our age, you grew up with Full House. Right. And, uh, you know, as, as sad as it is, one thing that I, I've just loved seeing is just the outpouring of, of love for him mm-hmm. and just everybody talking about just what a, a good person he was. Like, uh, there's a video I saw today. It's from Jimmy Kimmel. It's from a show. I'd, I'd encourage you to try and find it and watch it. It's about a five minute clip, uh, but, you know, he just talks about, you know, their relationship and, you know, he just said that uh, he was just the sweetest person. Like he would just check in with him, like he would just send him a message just to let him know that he loved him. And I think that that's just so important. And, you know, it just makes me think of like how lucky we are because we have people in our lives that do that. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, today, Dobro just he'll always just text me out of the boom and just be like, Love you, brother, and Sammy and Nick, and like th- all these guys, like they just um, it's very important. So tell your friends like how much they mean to you, and uh, you know, just never, never lose sight of that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, in honor of Bob Saget, uh, our top five this week, we are going to be doing our top five TV dads, yes. So this is going to be really fun. I, di- I didn't even have to do any research. I knew, like, I wrote down eight, and I was like, yep, that's my list. Wow. So I have my three honorable mentions. Do okay. you have honorable mentions? I have two. All right. Well, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. So let, let's get into this. Okay. Right, go ahead and go through your honorable mentions. Because I and I'm also with this, I think we're going to have a lot of similarities. I don't know. I mean, I... I, think, I like, think we are. Okay. But you go right ahead. Okay. So what's your first honorable mention? So my first honorable mention 
is Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. Did not obviously. make my list, but obviously was very considered. I love The Sopranos. I love The Sopranos, you know. R.I.P. to James Gandolfini, I know. too. You know, like, he, you could tell that he obviously, he loved his children more mm-hmm. than anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just who his character is and just very... I mean, as much as he would lie to his kids, but, you know, just very open and honest. But, like, yeah, I mean, great dad. I like it. All yeah. right, what's your other one? Um, so this is kind of a cheat, but Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls. So eventually he becomes Rory's stepdad, but he's always been, like, a father figure. So, like, he just was, like... And you know what's funny is, like, I never even knew Gilmore Girls existed before you right but you've watched that show start to finish probably 30 times correct more than any other show for sure yeah and i will say because obviously i've i've watched it because of being around you i do like luke i think he's a good character yeah i like that choice you know he's a you know he is very sure of himself he knows who he am but you know he's also very you know he cares about somebody else's child that you know isn't his but you know just very respectful that's right and shout out to all those dads out there exactly that treat stepkids as their own kids because right. that's what they are absolutely absolutely okay i like it uh, so my three uh my first one peter griffin oh yeah <laughs> who doesn't love family guy like just so good it is but, good yeah i mean probably not the best dad by any means right. but i love family guy so yes peter griffin uh second also probably not dad of the year but hilarious al bundy Oh, good. I love yeah. Married with Children. Yes. Such a great show. And, you know, I mean, right. Ed O'Neill's just the best. Right. Everything he's in is gold. Uh, and then my last one, and I know it's going to be on your list. At least I hope it is. And that's Bob Belcher. Uh, Bobby does make a comeback. <laughs> so Bob's Burgers, very, very polarizing and i don't know why yeah people either really like it or they friggin hate it and they're right. like i don't understand how anybody could find this funny <laughs> it's called have a sense of humor right. like it's not about like the jokes it's about their interaction as a family that's what's funny right. about it because you can take so much or at least i can of my own family and that's what makes it funny it's how they right. interact with each other um, but there's a movie coming out. So they they announced it during the national championship last night. They were making they made Bob Ber- Bob's Burgers the movie. It comes out in May. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited. excited too. I can't wait to. Go I watch came it. up and woke you out of a dead sleep to tell right. you, and you did your Linda, and you're like, all right, all right. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's my honorable mentions. All right, all right. Well, what's your number five? Walter White. Oh my God! Yes, Breaking Bad. You know, obviously- I'm not rethinking my list, but God, listen, I mean this. Breaking Bad might be the best television show ever made. It was very well done. I don't think I've ever met a person that was like, oh, I don't like Breaking Bad. Right. It's so good. It is so good. It's so good. And it doesn't matter like how many times you can go back and watch it. It still lives up to this day. Like... That show could be on now, and it would it would be one of the few where you would tune in weekly and like wait for it right. because that's how good it is. Right. I love Breaking Bad. Great choice. Yeah, Oof. but yeah, you know, he just once again made some bad choices, but you know, at the forefront were his children, Heisenberg. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah, Walter okay. White. 
What about you? Uh, so I'm, I, I know I'm spoiling your list with my lower ones. Uh, but my number five is Johnny Rose. Okay. For those of you that don't know, you should. Yes. And you should go watch the, sh- the show Shit's Creek. Absolutely, yes. Honestly, one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. Yeah. I knew nothing about it. You like watched it and you liked it and then you started watching it again i sure and you would always be like you can turn this off and i'd be like no like i love that show yeah it's so good it's so funny like if you've never seen it so this like rich and powerful family loses everything and they're forced to go live in a motel in this town that uh the it's dad literally called that, creek. that johnny rose bought for his son as a joke because the name of the town is Shit's creek and the name of the mayor is rolling shit <laughs> it's just it's just like it's so funny but another one like their interactions of family but um and in a weird way because it's just so different it shows like almost like the ignorance sometimes but also like the innocence of like rich people and how like they treat their right. children right but then how they come together as a family because they have to go through like they're literally at rock bottom. Uh, right. So there it's six seasons. It's on Netflix. So if you've never seen Shit's Creek, I would highly oh, recommend it. Oh, absolutely do it. And I know it'll be on your list. Too. Yes. Oh, what's your number four? So my number four is Danny Tanner from Full House. Okay. That's my number three. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, yeah. I mean tgi friday yes. growing up like yes danny tanner like and i know like it's so like mm-hmm. opposite of who bob saget was as a person like he was very like his stand-up comedy his stand-up is very was very raunchy yes you know but like growing up like he was just that dad like mm-hmm. you know obviously i love my father like would not change it for the world but like he was like that dad's dad, like that you would be like, yeah, wanted. I want him, I want him, I want like, my dad to be like, right, showing up to like all the PTA meetings and taking you all these places and stuff. So, you know, once again, just a very great, wholesome, you I know, agree. TV figure. Okay. Well, yeah, so that was my number three, but my number four, Carl Winslow. Oh, give me some Reginald Bell Johnson, baby. Yes. I love Family Matters another just great show tgi friday like all those 90s shows so good right uh, but yes i love carl winslow okay he's a policeman right like family great man. great family man great father right i remember so i don't know why this has stuck with me ever since i saw it so there was an episode where um his son runs up a tab at a bar for 500 dollars, and he like has to come and like you know, pick him up, pay the tab or whatever. And I remember as a child thinking like $500, that's not a lot of money. Like, first of all, I was broke. We, we were poor. So mm-hmm. like, I obviously had no concept of money, but like, this is obviously in the nineties where it's just like, Oh my God, he ran up a $500 bill at this bar. And like, the more I think about it as an adult, like I'm like, I'd fucking kill him. <laughs> Be like, you did what? Yeah. I mean, to me, I, the $500 to me was like a fortune. I don't know why, like, I was I just like... I don't know why you thought that. I don't, because apparently when you don't have any money, you have no concept of money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, so... All right, I like it. Well, what, what was your number three, then? Johnny Rose. Okay. Yeah, once again, he's just a very loving, understanding... And it's fun. Eugene Levy, by the way. Right. Who also was an amazing dad in American Pie, so... Right. And totally I, different character. I think but it's also great that, you know, he's played alongside his, his actual son, son yes. and daughter, 
you know, who plays Twyla, but mm-hmm. you know, he's just a very accepting father, you know, mm-hmm. like it's just, you know, like you said, you know, they were very distant, you mm-hmm. know, as a family. And then, you know, obviously through the show, they grow, you know, into like a family unit, like in front of everybody. But I think, you know, just, just a great guy. Great dad. Yeah. Also just wants the best for his kids and just doesn't fucking know how to get there. <laughs> Yeah, so my number three also was, was Danny Tan, like I said. I think the the greatness of, like, Full House is the fact that it was, like, never my favorite show. Yeah. But I always watched it. hmm Because it was just, like, again, it was just that one where it was, like, that wholesome, like, family, but it was funny. Right. And, man, and then, like, all the America's Funniest Home Video stuff. Oh, like, yeah. And then, obviously, like, I'm not going to do it, but like his bit and half baked if you've seen it you know what i'm talking about (laughs) you've done it like 12 times since yeah but it it's funny so very very sad so yeah just terrible all right what's your number two bob belcher (laughs) (laughs) okay from bob's burgers okay once again you know if you get it you get it if you don't you don't and that's you know He's just a family man trying to, you know, live out his dream and give his kids the best that he can. But he's also just very like he looks at his kids who you and he know, comes up with the most creative burgers of the day. ever. Right. But, my, you know, just like he looks at his kids who are far from perfect. And far. You know, and he just looks at him. He's like, fuck, these are my kids. Like, all right. Like, and just loves them. So, yeah, I great dig dad. It. I dig it. Uh, my number two, Alan Matthews. Oh, Boy Meets World. I asked you if that was going to be your number one, nope. and you nope. said no, nope. no. Nope. But I love Alan Matthews. Uh, so it's played by by William Russ, and he was a grocer. So you know, I I worked in grocery forever. So yeah, relatable. Uh, but he was always just such a good dad. Like he was a supportive dad, and like he would like play basketball with Corey. But then he would be hard on him when he needed to be, and like. He would just always teach them life lessons. And yeah. obviously that's the point of all the 90s sitcoms. Uh, but Boy Meets World is my favorite show ever. So obviously Alan Matthews is very high on the list. Okay. All right. Well, it's time. I'm interested. I'm interested in yours too. We might have the same one. Wow, really? All right. What's your number one TV dad ever? Uncle Phil. First things first. Rest <laughs> in peace, Uncle Phil. Mine too. Phil, thanks, baby. Oh, RIP to him too. <laughs> yeah. He's terrible. I know the saddest moment in sitcom history is when will said why did he didn't want, want me, me. i know oh, oh. gets you right in the feels but you uncle know, phil was the best he was the best he was a judge he'd whoop your ass oh, man like it's just not the same without him once again giving you valuable life lessons of you know you don't have to actually be somebody's father to be mm-hmm. you know to be a dad or you know vice versa however that may go you know and just you know loved his loved his kids even though they were all just also and obviously fucking somebody had to teach carlton how to dance so. right <laughs> came from somewhere i used to do the carlton dance oh i can't wait till we're done you're gonna show me i can't do it anymore you could try i'm old now it's kind of like when you try to show me do you doing the world are you interested in watching the, the reboot bel-air I did not know that they were coming out. Yeah, that's out. No. You interested in that? Maybe. Okay. Problem I have with reboots is 
I, you know, had such high standards, like to compare yeah. it to the original. Yeah. And, you know, I hate when they fall short, kind of like when Full House did with Fuller House. Yeah. Just was not the same. I agree. Um, so it's tough to do. Yes. Also, I had a gigantic crush on Ashley Banks. <sighs> <sighs> My goodness. She's still beautiful. She Ooh. is. Ooh. All right. Well, that was a fun top five. That sad, was. sad that that is, um, you know, something sad led to it. I think it's one we probably would have done anyways. But uh, yeah, RIP to Bob Saget. And now we have to do top five TV moms because we will. Oh, we will. My list like already is like Suzanne Summer step by step. God damn it. Time master. <laughs> I love me some Suzanne Summers oh, in the 90s. Man. Step by step was a favorite just because of her. Yeah. But next week's top five. We we need to touch on this because I was. It's a troll job, and that's the whole point. But we've actually been talking about doing this. Next week, we're going to do our top five male singers. Oh, we did vo- our vocalists. Vocalists. We did our top five female. But then today, the uh, trash bag known as Barstool Sports came out with a, a top 10 male singers of all time list. Oh, I'm no. going to run through them for you. Okay. And you can just laugh about how absolutely asinine this list is. Number 10, Bob Dylan. Now, let me tell you something. My dad sounds like Bob Dylan when he sings. I'm not saying my dad's a bad singer, but what I am telling you, he's not a top 10 male vocalist of all time. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a top 10,000 male vocalist of all time. Bob Dylan does not deserve to be on that list. Uh, Number nine is Chase Hudson. I've never fucking heard of him. Do you know who that is? No clue. Uh, Number eight, Stevie Wonder. Okay, that has merit. That's at least acceptable. Uh, number seven, all you Alexa Bliss fans will like this one. Ryan Cabrera. What? Is there anything in, in the world? Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't like his music. I I used to rock that shit back in the day. Get the ladies. Uh, it's not the number seven best singer of all time. Sorry. No. Uh, number six, Adam Lambert. Listen, I'm not going to ever, ever take away from his talent. He's amazing. Absolutely amazing. He's not the sixth best male singer ever. No. Maybe 36th. But not sixth. Uh, number five, Otis Redding. Again, at least that's acceptable. You can make an argument. I don't know that it's top five, but sure. Uh, number four, Frank Sinatra. He's great. He's classic. He's not top five. Right. Now this is where you're going to have an aneurysm because I did. Number three, Jesse McCartney. Stop it. Oh, my Lord. All no. right. And then the top two are at least valid. And you could at least make an argument. You put Jesse McCartney at number three. But the, this list, there's just so much wrong with this. And when we do this next week, we're going to go favorite. So we're not saying we're saying favorite. But any person with ears can realize that this list is a farce. Uh, number two is Michael Jackson. Okay. And then number one is Elvis Presley. Okay. Uh, where's Prince on this list? Right. Where's Freddie Mercury on this list? Right. Where's George Strait on that list? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're gonna have a lot to uh, lot to talk about. I'm looking forward to that for next week. Uh, but what do you say we get into our shout outs? Shout it, shout it, shout it out. 
fresh off the COVID list in mid yawn. Yes. And still got it out. Look at you. What a pro. First of all, I'd like you to know that this we're recording currently in the middle of my bedtime. <laughs> like I have been keeping some weird fucking hours this whole COVID. Yeah. So like she sleeps in like two hour increments. Yes. She does not sleep from the hours of 12 a.m. to 6 a.m. No, I do not. <laughs> Actually, it's from about 12 a.m. till I when do I take my first nap? Usually around like two. And I sleep from like two to four. And then I get up for a drink, four thirty to like six thirty if we have dinner. And then I go back to bed until midnight. Mm-hmm. And then I just have been repeating it mm-hmm. this Wait, entire time. Well, you got any shout outs? Um, I want to shout out to everybody. Like you, you know, we have been keeping our distance, which has also been awful. You know, not that I need to be up your ass 24-7, but, you know, I do enjoy your company. <laughs> Glad to hear it. And, um, you know, so you'd be like, oh, so-and-so checked in on you. And, you know, and... um. Oh, no, you know, obviously we missed our baby shower. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going to get into. Um, so I'm not going to start naming names because God forbid I forget somebody and I'll feel absolutely terrible. Uh, but a large group of you, you know what you did. Uh, you did something incredibly kind for us, an extremely nice gesture, which was absolutely unnecessary. Uh, but just know that meant the world to us. Yes. Uh, we are so, so, so grateful for all of you and... Yeah, we're just so lucky, like so lucky to have all of you, uh, everybody that checked in, everybody that, um, you know, and offered, you know, anything just so, so kind. Yes. Yeah. So thank you to, you know, all of you, you know, it made, it made, it made a difference. Yeah. So absolutely. very grateful. Yeah, absolutely. Helped uh, keep my mind off, you know, being negative. Right. So. You know, because I just wanted you and these babies to be all right, but you are. Yeah. So, uh, if nothing else, this is all I'll say on it. Uh, go get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, here's the truth. Uh, so, I, you are double, you got, you are I've vaccinated. I've had all three. You've had all three. I was scheduled to get my booster on two days before you tested positive. Correct. Or two days after. I'm two sorry. days after. And so, like, you know, and this entire time, every time I would take a rapid test at home, you would take one as well just to make check you. You have been negative. I'm going to knock on one real quick. <laughs> this entire time. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not as if we've been super close, but I mean, we've had interactions with mm-hmm. each other. But like, yeah. So, I mean, there is something to it. You know, it's, it's in the numbers. It's in the science. You know, get vaccinated. Get boosted. You don't want the shit. True that. So. All right. Well, shout outs. Uh, as always, could start with my buddy Tim at a chair shot, host pulling up a chair. So he released his New Year's episode, which was fantastic. Talked about all the guests he's had. He's I'm so excited to see what he's got in 2022. Uh, thank him for all of his support. It's meant the world. He had a great idea for the show this week on how I should reintroduce you. And uh, I'm just, I, I tried and my technical skills were lacking so you got the intro you got hope you enjoyed it uh but tim's just such a great dude he supports all of us all of our shows so make sure you do the same for him subscribe uh rate and review send him an email like ask him questions there's so many people that i'd love to see on his show so if you have interest reach out to him and you know he loves to interview people and he does a damn good job at it so tim as always shout out to you 
uh, Breaker and Bane over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Before I get into their shows, I want to thank both of them for also checking in on you. Um, you know, just they're such great guys, and I'm I'm so so grateful that we've become such great friends with them. And um, you know, just just how much they care and that means the world to us and that feeling is absolutely mutual and how much they support us and their show and so we will always do the same for them so make sure you're checking out power hour uh make sure you check out you know it's fake right so you know breaker had dobro on last week which was phenomenal but then this week he had on uh, eric redbeard the former eric rowan former wwe superstar Ooh. so that was an awesome listen he's uh getting into acting now so that was really cool to to listen to him talk about that and some of the projects he's got coming up which a lot of it is stuff that sounds like it's up my alley so uh really cool so breaker awesome as always uh bane and bill will be back soon um but if you're interested and you're a fan of video games, you should sign up for Breaker and Bane's Patreon because there, uh, Bane's been doing some like he's like playing video games, like almost like Twitch style. Okay. He's playing some Fable, and I was like, man, I haven't played that game in years, and now I want to go back and play it. So, Ooh. I guess I probably should have done that this past week when I had all this free time. Yeah. And I keep saying all these things I want to do. Like in two months, <laughs> I'm gonna have any time because right. I'm not. But uh, yeah, so can't wait for No Holds Bar to come back with uh, Bane and Bill. Shout out to Bill Benis. You're rocking his pants. I am rocking the pants. Same pants. And then uh, Breaker and Travis host the TV Toycast. Just phenomenal stuff covering all different kinds of toy lines. They've started putting out polls, so we get to vote on future uh, toy lines. So I'm really hoping for the next few that we get Mortal Kombat and the Full House figures. So Did they do Tamagotchis? Not yet. Okay. But they've talked about them. Like when they did, when Breaker and Bay did the 90s fads, they talked about them on there. I know you were a big fan of the Tamagotchi. I was a huge fan of the Tamagotchi. But yes, so shout out to you guys as always. Uh, Eric and Barry doing the favor. Probably as we record, they're also recording. They're doing a watch along of the 1997 Royal Rumble. So stoked for that. So by the time you hear this, that'll be out. So if you haven't checked that out yet, do that. Again, shout out to Eric for last week for coming on and, and saving the day and just thanks for being you just such a great friend him and barry you know i won't judge you barry i love you just the same just do things a little differently hey same <laughs> and that is all right so they host wonderful shows on wrestling on sports on they're in the watch along phase which i am here for i love i love watch alongs and you know they always pick good stuff so they never have one where I'm like, eh, that's always stuff I want to watch. So dig it. Shout out to all the other podcasts, Fully Posable, Drunk Wrestling History, Ringside Rant with RJ, uh, Boot to the Face, Hound with the Wolf, shout out to the Wolf Club. You got anything else? <sighs> no, sh- sh- huge shout out to you once again for taking care of me this week. Shout out to you for not infecting me with COVID. Thank you. Wel- <laughs> I mean, you're welcome. Shout out to my immune system. Yes. Shout out to the you vaccine. Know, like, once again, we do have a mini fridge in our, in our bedroom. Yep. And you have kept the mini fridge stocked full of, you know, jello and orange juice and all sorts of good stuff. All sorts of things that have good mouthfeels <laughs> for me because I still can't fucking taste anything. Well, maybe when you get better, I'll give you something else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we hope that you enjoyed episode 61 of Tales from the Estate. I thoroughly enjoyed doing this again with you. You were very sorely missed. The star of the show was gone. So the the utility guy had to 
but at least I had a special guest. So then yes. Eric was the star. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'm back, bitches. <laughs> well, we hope that you'll be kind to each other. Yes. In this new year, uh, you know, life's too short. Oof, to be yes. negative life's too short to waste your time arguing with people on the internet uh about the dumbest things too like who really wants to argue on the internet about wrestling it's not that serious it's a predetermined form of entertainment honestly it's much more uncool to argue about it than it is to have the stigma of being a fan so don't feed into it that's why there is that stigma uh, but just be good to each other. Be nice to people. Uh, tell your friends you love them. Check in on them. Check in on people you don't know. Do something nice for a stranger. Who knows? I don't know. All I'm saying is putting positive energy out in the world uh, is so much more fulfilling. Yes, it is. Trust me. But we'll see you guys next week where we'll talk about singers and how wrong that stupid list was. Right. And yeah. All right. We'll see you then. Yeah. And until then, Two. stay Too sweet.